right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the review preview. It's good to have you here. It's a blustery day. It is cold and windy. My office is a little cold, but feels pretty good right now because my friend Scott came by. The fire inside is delightful. It is. There is no fire in here. You know, they're saying that uh, they're calling for snow. Let's hope so. Next Friday, Wouldn't good chance, good chance. That'd be so fun to have a white Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Did you have white Christmases growing up in Dakotas? Most of the time, uh-huh. there was snow on the ground. Um, there was a few years it was just so cold, you don't want to go outside. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a little different here. Kansas was hit and miss. Like, you could have some years that it was, you'd have snow. Yeah. And then some years it'd be like 60. Yeah. It's just the Midwest. But yeah. we were more Southern Midwest. You were... A little bit north. Yeah, it's all perspective, right? Yeah. We, we were firmly Midwest in our mind, but yeah. to those in Kansas, you got yeah. Midwest or Chicago. I mean, and that's quite a drive from Rapid City, South Dakota to Chicago, as I found out last year. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For those of you that don't know, Scott drove or flew out to Chicago to get my car, and then you drove all the way back. With Joel Reinhardt. With the Joel. That was a fun trip. It was. Well, it, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it was. I mean, it was. With it Joel. was fantastic. I would do it again. I mean, my car. Did Anytime smell, you want to move, don't move. It did smell like beef jerky. <laughs> beef and cheese. <laughs> That's what we joked about. So uh, my wife and I got into a huge fight on Sunday morning coming to church. Did you? I need you to help referee this. You know what? I think we had a really. There must. Well, have been I, I was being sarcastic. Air. I wasn't opening it up for oh, confession no, time. No, no, me, no. My <laughs> kids were very unruly on oh, Sunday morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Usually, I don't get to come to church at the same time with my family. Oh, that's true. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make it work. And I was just like, I'd much rather just let my wife deal with my kids on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah. so bad. Well, moms do a great job. She's amazing. But here's here's the dilemma. Wait. So wait. The hold, debate. So you didn't get in a fight. It wasn't a fight. Okay, good. It was hotly debated. Okay. So on Sunday, yeah, looking ahead to Christmas, I said, Christmas is next Saturday. She said, no, that's not correct. She said next Saturday would mean six days yeah. from Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, See, so which totally, way is it? So, um, I'm totally in the Selena camp. Oh, boy. Okay. Are we not going to be friends anymore? Are you going to walk away? <laughs> we can still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I would say that, I would say that, so I used to always think that Monday was the first day of the week. But then when I got married, Suzanne's like, no, 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 no. Sunday is the first day of the week. It, it, I agree but with Suze. But see, I know, but see, I didn't, I didn't really grow up in the church. And so like Sunday didn't really mean anything. Sunday right. was just like the pinnacle because football was on. Yeah. That's what I used to think. Fiscally, Monday is the first day of the week, maybe. Maybe. So I always thought Monday. Um, so like if, if you say on Sunday morning, last Sunday on the 12th, and you said next Saturday is Christmas within six days, I'd say you're wrong. Because right? I was looking ahead to the week ahead of us. This Saturday is not <laughs> Christmas, but next Saturday would be Christmas. It made it seem so much closer. I get and it. then I she get threw it. cold water but on see, it. I think what you just said was you said this Saturday, then next Saturday. That implies two Saturdays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Selena, I'm with you. All right. I know you probably don't listen to the podcast, but Selena, I got you on that one. Yeah. I'll find you. You got some you. points from Selena there. <laughs> I'm trying out a new chair today, and I, I don't know. I might need a book to sit on. You are a low rider. We forgot to bring in Pastor Mike's chair. Yeah. Next yeah. time, Pastor Mike will involve you. I know. So are hey, we going to get him on here someday? We should. You know, he's he's really good. He would be great. Well, yeah, he is. He's a he's a talker. He's a talker. 
he's he's always he always says he always says a couple things. He always points us to Jesus. Yep. That he's on the throne. I hear him say that a lot. I need to be reminded of that a lot. And then he says it's a beautiful thing a lot. Have you noticed that? Yeah. He says it's a beautiful thing, and I'm like, yeah. God, God is really good at giving us life, and and life is a beautiful thing. And so. you know, the other thing he always told us boys, because I got to see his boys grow up a little bit, uh-huh. was don't forget who you belong to. Yes, he's got. I think he's got that in his office. Yeah, though. he does. I think there's a poster yeah. from Ginny Campfield. Yeah, is that his grandma? Mama? I think so. Yes, one of those maybe. No, right. mom. Ma- I don't know, grandma. Sorry, I Mike. I, don't I should know, know. I don't know if Mike listens to this either. We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out if he starts glaring at us. Mike, if you heard this, <laughs> wink twice on Sunday. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay. Speaking of Sunday, last Sunday, which was three days ago, as we're recording this, not ten. Last days, Sunday, not ten days. We did uh, the second part of biblical worship, which we said was um, the outpouring of our affections that are to be offered individually, corporately, in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? Or do you have anything to say about? No, it's an interesting it? thought because, uh, man, there's th- your natural personality. And naturally, I'm not a super expressive person. My wife would heartily agree with that. Uh-huh. When we were engaged, right before we got married, she bought me probably one of the greatest thoughtful gifts she could think of yeah. was a brand new legitimate Braves jersey. Yeah. I opened this and she said my expression, she couldn't tell if I was sick to my stomach or if I was ecstatic. <laughs> There's no difference. Whoa. No expression at all. That's just me normally. So how do you do this? So how do you? Well, okay. How do you? Okay. How do you? How How do you? Watch the Braves win the World Series. What did you do? Were you sitting on your hands? No, I stood. I stood up. Oh. I paced. Okay. Yeah, that's good. But there isn't the ecstatic smile and yelling, cheering. So, I mean, there's yelling. What did your heart feel like, though? It was, it leapt. Okay, see, there it you leapt. go. That's... And the same thing when I opened the, the gift. Yeah. It leapt within my body. Yes, that's like, okay, so... That's what I'm working with. That's what an affection is. There we go. It's it's something that happens inside of you. It's so, kind of like when Jesus when Jesus tells the story of the good Samaritan and he asks which one had you know which one is the better neighbor or whatever and it, he's he says the one that had compassion on him. Mm-hmm. Compassion is like a felt response inside yeah. of your um, inward parts. So that's what that's what your affections are. Those things can be stirred um, and they overflow. Is what I say. Worship is. Yeah. So. So and it might look different person to person. Yeah, yeah. And so from the outside, when we're standing in church, I don't want to stand there and say, look at that guy. He, he's got his hands in his pockets all the time. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, if you have been moved mm-hmm. and know Jesus and know the difference he's made in your life yeah. and how much you need that grace, I got to believe that it's going to change you at some level with your countenance, well, as you talked about well, on that's, Sunday. That's what I think is I say our gestures give weight to our words. And sometimes right. not that we need to prompt these inward affections to come out by our gestures, but I think our gestures do give weight. It, it kind of gave the example like when um, like if I if I would almost like facetiously say to the church with almost like a scowl on my face, man, I love being the senior pastor here. Mm-hmm. 
people would read that expression. They right. know my nonverbal is like, dude, your, your, your words are saying one thing, but your, your nonverbals are saying the other thing. But if I say, you know, kind of with like the, you know, a gleam in my eye and like, you know, eyebrows raised or whatever and a smile on my face, I love being the senior pastor at this church. You'd be like, oh yeah, that, that matches up, right? So I think, um, you know, with our worship, it's, it's individual. It's our whole life. It's mm-hmm. not just when we sing, but it's also corporately when we get together and when we sing. So right. to me, I think that God has given us such a great um, avenue for us to corporately come together and kind of look each other in the eye and tell each other to sing about how great our God is. Or, yeah. you know, like I gave the expression, like, you know, we sang the Christmas song, like, Hark the Hailed Angel Sings. I need you to look at me and say, hey, hail the incarnate deity. Mm-hmm. Hail him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I need someone else to say that to me. So that's right. the beautiful thing about corporate yeah. musical worship is that we can do this together. And it's not just the pastor preaching. It's the whole church yeah. admonishing one mm-hmm. another, you know, and I love Colossians three because, um, you know, Paul talks about how there's all these things that you're supposed to put to death and then all these things to put on and live this new life and set your heart and mind on things above and then he says the way you actually do that is in verse 16, by letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another with all wisdom, singing mm-hmm. to one another. It's like, oh, it doesn't say join a small group or a Bible study or go to equipping hour or go listen to a podcast or hear a sermon. Yeah. It says sing, mm-hmm. sing to one another. I'm like, oh, this is pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. In spirit and in truth, right? So engaging the whole heart of your person and then uh, in truth, you know, hopefully what we do is based off of what's God's revealed to us in his word and mm-hmm. especially, especially in Jesus and how, what we can know about God because we've seen the son, which means we've seen the father. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I wrote the word authentic in my notes on Sunday and underlined that. Um, I, I think that reflects back in our lives, what we do, mm-hmm. even when we're not singing. I mean, does your life look authentic? Does it match up with the worship that you bring to him on Sunday morning? Right. In the shower or yeah, in the yeah. car, whatever it might be. Yeah. Does everything else match up with that? Yeah. Or I, I was listening to one speaker and she was talking about doing her morning devos that it's nice and quiet. It's got the solitude and mm-hmm. so close to Jesus. Take me now, Jesus. I'm almost home. Yeah. Then as soon as the family walks in, you just lose your yeah, cool and yeah. start yelling at people. Yeah. Um, I've never done that ever, ever. never have I ever. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I said. I said our, our life, that, and that was one of the things that, that was instrumental in me coming to know the Lord was like, I saw this girl at youth group that was worshiping God. And all I knew of her was that she was like a good girl that didn't go to parties that yeah. I went to when I was in high school. And so like her life was lived in a corresponding way outside the youth room mm-hmm. in the same way it was inside the youth room. So it's like, Whoa, there's something real about her worship. It yeah. wasn't just, it wasn't the youth room. Wasn't like a place for her to perform or for her to um, display her love for God. She was simply responding to who God was. He was on center stage and she was just kind of merely giving him a standing ovation. It was like, yeah. God, you're amazing. And then her life looked like she thought God was amazing outside of it because she feared him and kept his commandments. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, this is a powerful evangelistic tool too. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so worship, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's see the countenance change. Yes. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, I'm not the most expressive guy. And I don't like it when I don't want to feel like I have to like model for people. Oh, look at the senior pastor right. in the front row with yeah. his arms raised. Yeah. 
But at the same time, I, if I'm going to sing like, you know, about my hands being raised or something, I want to do it. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I think, yeah, we should let, let that stuff match up. But. Yeah. So this week. Oh, first, it, well, next week or this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, this this upcoming Sunday okay. <laughs> will be the, the third part of biblical worship, which is, um, let's see off the top of my head. It is. Oh my goodness. Oh, the reasonable response for who God is mm. and what he has done. So this is going to be cool because we're going to be talking about um, how our worship is reasonable. It's mm-hmm. logical, um, which is a really fun. We're going to learn a Greek word together. Another one. Another one. Latreo. All I want for Christmas is to learn some Greek. Oh, yeah. There you go. So we'll learn a Greek word and then we're going to talk about who our God is and then what he has done. Awesome. So... It's going to be awesome. It really is. Good. Not because I'm preaching, just because our God is awesome. And it sets us up perfectly for Christmas. It sure does. Yeah. And then uh, there's some giveaways on Sunday. Ooh. Everybody's going to walk away with the parting gift. So that should be fun. And uh, pancake breakfast on mm. Sunday. Oh, man. 9.30. Make sure you're there. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be there. No. Thanks for rubbing that yeah, in. Yeah. So, so pancake breakfast at 9.30. No equipping hour. Service at 10.30. Don't forget, we have a Christmas Eve service on Christmas Eve. Yes. And that's going to be at 6.30. Um, we're in the midst of planning that one out. That should be good, too. Tessa's so excited for the candlelight service. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, it yeah. is good. So, all right. I think that's it. That's it. That's all I've got. Yep. Sounds good, man. Sorry that you have the short chair today. Yeah, next I'm, week. I'm kind of hunched We'll make some adjustments. We need to, yeah, we need a better setup here. No, it's, it's great. I can see Baker now. Yep, there it is. There she is. All of that. All right, we'll see you guys on Sunday, except we won't see Scott. Take care.